From KTOO, I'm Katie Anastas with a look at local and statewide news. A quick warning, some graphic detail in this story may be inappropriate for some listeners. A former Sitka doctor accused of multiple counts of sexual assault four years ago is now behind bars. On the first day of what was expected to be a lengthy trial, 79-year-old Richard McGrath made a surprise plea deal and will spend the next two years in prison. KCAW's Robert Wolsey reports. Dr. Richard McGrath has nearly come to trial twice. His first court date in 2020 was postponed because of the COVID pandemic. His second, last July, was declared a mistrial when the court failed to impanel a full jury. But McGrath's four-year journey to justice ended the morning of Monday, March 6, just a few minutes before jury selection was to begin for a third attempt at a trial. Judge Michael McConaughey put the question to McGrath. So to the charge of uh, sexual assault in the third degree, as I read to you, what is your plea? I'm guilty, Your Honor. Two of McGrath's three victims were in the courtroom for the hearing, and they visibly reacted to his admission of guilt. Over the weekend, two of them had consented to a hastily crafted deal that, if the judge agreed, would see McGrath sentenced to 17 years in prison, with 15 suspended, and permanently lose his medical license. A third victim did not think that was sufficient. A relative, Jessica Hames, spoke on the victim's behalf. Mr. McGrath was hired into a position of trust and power as a doctor by the city of Sitka. He abused that power and violated the sacred trust between doctor and patient. I do not care how old and feeble Dr. McGrath is or pretending to be at this moment, he is a dangerous, sick predator who caused irreparable damage to these women. I would like to ask every man in this courtroom, including you, Your Honor, how you would like this to be handled if it were you who had been violated. Bailey Wolfstead with the state's Office of Special Prosecutions explained some of her rationale for the deal. She had received medical records which indicated that the 79-year-old defendant was in a state of mental decline that would create issues of competency in the event his case went to appeal. She said that the protracted delay had been exceptionally hard on the victims, and while there was never any certainty of winning a conviction in front of a jury, she had little doubt that she could prove some of the charges. I'm imagining we're having at least one woman on a jury, and based on those experiences and how doctors regularly perform your exams, um, and that if they're, for example, going to perform a breast exam, they're going to tell you they're doing it, um, and it's certainly not going to involve things like squeezing someone's nipple um, or taking your breast out of your bra and shirt without telling you what's going on and what's happening. Regardless of the outcome of a possible jury trial on criminal charges, McGrath still faces a civil lawsuit brought by the victims in a trial scheduled for this July. Wolfstead said that the plea deal would bring finality to this aspect of a complicated case and perhaps, most importantly, put McGrath behind bars. Dr. McGrath's going to jail this morning. As the court knows, there's a statutory requirement. He pleads guilty to a sex crime. He is going to jail today. McGrath's attorney, John Cashin, did not offer any counter-argument in the proceedings, telling Judge McConaughey that he intended to argue mitigating factors at his client's sentencing hearing on June 12th. In the meantime... I'll certainly be asking the court to honor the plea agreement, he said. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Within the next couple of weeks, property assessments for houses and businesses in Wrangell will land in local post office boxes. 
and for the first time in decades for some of those properties, the assessed value could be quite different. KSTK's Sage Smiley reports. Last year, Wrangell invested in reassessing every property in town. The borough wanted to create a level playing field for all properties, some in town hadn't been assessed in decades. During a presentation at the end of February, Assessor Martins on Coolis told the Wrangell Assembly that the borough should expect quite a few appeals to property assessments this year. Since we had the larger increase in property values, we had similar last year in all these, so we're expecting definitely to have a high number of of, of appeals. The vast majority of Wrangell properties had their assessed property value increase by $18,000 or less, but some of the valuation changes could be more dramatic. One property in Wrangell, the outlier, increased by more than half a million dollars. If if the market has changed uh, as much as it did in the past uh, three years, uh, there's no state statute that uh, limits how much uh, property values can increase in one year. There's different states. Uh, a couple of states, they do have uh, limitation how much it can increase. Uh, state of Alaska does not have that. Assessed property value isn't an automatic increase to property taxes. Before levying taxes this year, Wrangell's Assembly will reconsider the mill rate, or the amount of property tax collected per assessed value of the property. The mill rate may not change, but it could be dropped to balance the increase in assessed value. That's been discussed throughout the last year by Borough Administration and Assembly members. 80% of the revenue from Wrangell's property taxes goes to the borough's general fund, and 20% to a special fund for Wrangell's schools. Ons Koulis explained that assessing is a science and an art. Assessors take into account property type, location, how old it is, and any improvements, along with its size. They also look at the value of other similar properties in the area. The average sale price of a Wrangell home rocketed past the national average last year, jumping to almost $415,000. That's a 50% increase. But Unschoolist explained that's not necessarily an accurate picture of Wrangell's housing market, since in 2021 and 2022, there were only 48 homes sold. Unschoolist also explained property assessment isn't an appraisal. As assessors, he and his colleagues try and get their assessments between 90% and 110% of the appraised value of a house. Assessment value is more, it's a math appraisal. So instead of us doing one property, spending one couple days on one property, we, we do the whole city at the same time, and our goal is to assign estimated value for each property, uh, making sure it's equal uh, across the city, that the similar values, similar properties are being assessed similarly. Property assessments are set to be mailed out to Wrangell property owners by March 20th, and they'll have just under a month to appeal their property valuation. Anskoulis says that the burden of proof for an appeal is on a property owner to show that the assessment is either excessive, unequal, improper, or undervalued. That may require property owners to request information from the borough about similar properties in town to show a comparison to the Board of Equalization. That board has the final say on property assessments. They'll meet the evening of May 6th at City Hall to consider appeals. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley. Alaska legislators have urged Walgreens leadership to reconsider the decision not to sell the abortion drug Mifepristone after what they call inappropriate pressure from State Attorney General Treg Taylor. 
nearly two dozen members of the state House and Senate signed on to a letter dated Monday. They enclosed a copy of the Alaska Constitution and encouraged Walgreens CEO Rosalind Taylor to review it. Anchorage Representative Zach Fields said the attorney general should not be able to, quote, bully companies into undermining the constitutionally protected rights of Alaskans, end quote. You know, our attorney general may not like the Constitution, but it is the law of the land, and he doesn't get to single-handedly eliminate poor rights of Alaskans. Abortions and the drug in question are legal in Alaska, and the state Supreme Court has ruled that the right to abortion is protected under the Alaska Constitution's Privacy Clause. But Walgreens announced they would not carry the drug in Alaska and 19 other states after Taylor joined other state attorneys general in signing onto a letter discouraging it. Walgreens has been in the process of getting certified to distribute the drug after a January rule change by the Food and Drug Administration allowed retail pharmacies to carry it. In a written statement, Taylor's office said that because Walgreens did not distribute the drug directly to patients in Alaska before the letter, the availability of the drug to Alaskans has not changed. There are about a dozen Walgreens stores in the state, mostly in Anchorage and other rail belt communities. Field said the problem is bigger than Walgreens, and that other companies should know that abortions are constitutionally protected in the state of Alaska. I've never seen another situation like that. So I think it is unprecedented. It is particularly outrageous, and it needs to be addressed immediately. The Anchorage Daily News reported Sunday that pharmacists at other stores like Safeway, Costco, and Fred Meyer have the drug in stock or available for people with prescriptions. Alaska legislators are not the only elected officials balking at the Walgreens decision. NPR reported Tuesday that Walgreens shares fell nearly 2 percent after California Governor Gavin Newsom announced the state would no longer do business with the company. You're listening to KTOO.